You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling news, interviews, and opinions. Mama, mama, me! Really? Woo! We got two words for ya! Oh, yeah! With Daniel Spencer. Acknowledge me. Jeremy Woman. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. And Linda Kay. Are you boys ready for the grind? And now, let's ring the bell and start the show. Sound podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Wallman. What? I, what? <laughs> Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Do we just go back in the future, right? Or back in the past? Is that what we did? Like we just hopped in our DeLorean and went back to 19, excuse me, 2022. And Jeremy, I'll be, honest, I'll be honest with you. I was a little worried. I heard that uh, the uh, the show's been doing about as well as Double or Nothing's attendance. So I wanted to make sure that I <laughs> that I joined today because I had to say you know save us fifty five is the is the hashtag going on right now so that's just what I'm trying to do. Uh, well, let's finish the intros here. Who 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 else we got on the show? Let's go ahead and do our do our roundtable, um, and uh, then we'll get we'll get started. I'm Linda Kay. <laughs> hey, and I'm Eric Cornish. <laughs> Look at that! Look at that! The family's back together. The family's back. This is now. Wait a minute. This is the Okay, we're super excited to have Fifty Five back. I mean, we 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 were like, we, we, he even he even messed with us too. Like, did not come on the Zoom right away as we were talking before we started recording. He was like, I thought Fifty Five was joining us, but I guess not. So he even tried to you know pull pull a little swerve on us. But I will say this: this is probably the first time I think ever since Linda's been. Uh, part of the host hosting duties now about on the show and then eric filled in for jeremy while he was out and then eric or you used to be a regular host which it seems like he's just back to the regular hosting duties anyway so is this the first time all four of us has been in the hollywood squares right now in the, the zoom meeting <laughs> i think it's been i think we were all four together for the end of the year yeah yeah i think we were but this is the okay. first time this year I've been on it yes. all. Yes, this is yeah. the first time in 2023 that 55 has joined the show, and uh, we're, at, we're not my choice. I'll tell you that much. And we're in well, January. in all seriousness, we are happy that you're able to be here because we know it's you know it's been a rough go for you. So uh, we've been all praying for you and pulling for you, and we're glad you're here, man. I appreciate that, man. I don't know how many more chair shots I could take this year. It's been a rough last 11 months, actually, as of tomorrow. It'll be one month since uh, a year. Sorry, so a month from tomorrow, it'll be one year since Dad passed, which kicked off the <clears throat> eleven months of uncomfortableness for me. But uh, yeah, I'm glad to be back. Appreciate all the thoughts and prayers, and uh, I miss two out of the three of you a whole lot. Linda, what'd you do to him? 
<laughs> I mean, I, I know I, I'm new. He came, or, my house. he came to my house a couple of weeks ago. I, I, don't, I don't miss him. I just saw him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, um, I almost felt like we should be playing, uh, you know, Kingdom when he comes back and, and have this triumphal uh, return like like he's... I don't disagree. You know. It should have been already queued up. <laughs> yeah. It's been done. <laughs> do we all go, whoa! I mean, we, whoa. Pretty, we pretty much did it when you popped on. I mean, that we... Fell we... to my feet. No. <laughs> oh, you man. Know, I was on that hospital diet, so I've lost uh, about 120 pounds since January. Looking real good, if I must say so much. There you pounds. go. Hey. Look, I will say this... Um, uh, Jeremy did, uh, have me over his house, um, a few weeks ago and it was good to kind of be back in the groove and, and kind of getting together and hanging out and, um, and, uh, watch a little wrestling. Um, and, uh, I do want to say this though, is I, I am, um, now that, you know, we're, we're, it's, it's June and, uh, we, we kind of took a little break, uh, for a few weeks or maybe a month, I think total. Here on ringside as well, all of us. Um, but Jeremy, I uh, glad to see you. Uh, but you know what? And I, I want to apologize right now for the uh, for my team beating your team in the in the Eastern Conference Finals. Easy of the for NBA. you to say. Yeah, easy for me to say. Yeah. So. Um, uh, yeah, I don't really care about that too much at all. If they make <laughs> the finals, I uh, if they don't, they don't. I don't care. Yeah, I know you're more of a Steelers fan than you are a Boston Celtics fan. Absolutely. So, uh, well, I'll, we'll we'll handle that. We'll handle that business this, this fall then too. So, how about that? At least we get to root for the same football team, a college football team. Right, uh, a college basketball team. Yeah, that's, yes. Plus, I had to invite you over. I invited your brother, uh, your brother, your future brother-in-law. No, he's basically my brother-in-law. All of her, you know, both of her kids. So I can't just invite them for and not invite you. So I felt like I was kind of forced. Well, actually, what it was was he heard that my fiance was going to join, step in for a little, or like come by for a second, and uh, that was the only reason because she would have had to drop me off, and that was the only reason why. Um, that was when I didn't have a car for a little bit. That was the only reason why uh, I think I was invited because oh yeah, he gets to see her for a good. You know, I don't blame you. I mean, I, that's but for a good what 10 15 minutes, so yeah, that's Look, nah, me and her used to be really, really good friends. Not like anything funny, I'm not trying to know funny business, but like when I first got on Twitter and everything and met Sean, like she was one of my best female friends for a long time, and then she met you and she stopped talking to me for some reason. Um, so but that's not true, <laughs> it's not, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, I'm glad to be back on here with y'all. I'm glad to be hanging out and ready to just tell you you're wrong every time you open your mouth today. Well, I do think still to this day, how about this? And we've all talked about this on the show all year uh, uh, in 2023. I do think, and so you may call, you can say this is wrong or not, but I think we all, us three at least, uh, agree that the best storyline going in wrestling today is the bloodline. So if you disagree with, if you if you if you, if I'm wrong, then I guess I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure we're we all four of us have that same agreement. Yeah, that, that wasn't fair uh, for you to bring that up. But okay, yeah, I mean that's <laughs> definitely been the best thing going the last three years. What are you talking about? So, <laughs> all right. So, um, but yeah, pumped to be back on track. We got a. Uh, I don't know if you've announced it yet or not. I won't say it specifically, but we got a certain 
have not. No, I, I've got an idea. There's another word for an idea. I don't want to give it away though, but we, uh, we, we got somebody very special coming on the show here in a couple of weeks. Well, probably the next few couple weeks, special but. people. So I'm excited yeah. about that. Yeah. I, I have a hypotenuse about that. If you, if you know, if you pick up what I put down. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Look, okay. you, we can all have theories if we want about who it is, yeah. who it's not. But, you know, I, I personally also am excited about, uh, you know, a lot of guests we have coming on. I mean, you know, we, um, we're going to have champions from all companies, um, on this, on this place. You never know who's just might pop up. Um, we also have a great track record, you know, we spoke about this last time, how a lot of our guests had soon become champions yeah. shortly after being on the ringside podcast how about that. Uh, Steve Macklin, since the last time we've, we've recorded mm-hmm. Steve Macklin, who was on the show earlier this year is now your, your impact wrestling world heavyweight champion. And um, he's he's you know he did he was he did some crazy stuff. He actually had the bloodiest match in probably pro wrestling history with PCO this past weekend and under siege in uh, London, Ontario, Canada. So, and I didn't even rest that breath that match because um, I uh, wanted somebody else to have an opportunity. We all did. We all thought it was great for Frank to have that opportunity. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, did I? Uh, Am I glad I <laughs> didn't ref that match? Well, like cow, what a bloody mess that was! Um, it's old, uh, but the old ringside rub, you know, getting getting everybody. Well, you know, I can't say much about our buddy uh, certified Luke Curtis because he lost his career. So, um, yeah, well, one out of how many? It's not bad, right? Look, so many OVW wrestlers come on the show and become champions for the first time or multi-time after they were on our show. Jeff Jarrett, which really hadn't. Love Jeff Jarrett, but he hadn't been talked about a whole lot at that point. We brought him on the show, and then two months later, he was in the Royal Rumble, and then a few months later, he was reffing at SummerSlam. Not, not too much. A few weeks, two weeks later, right, he was in the Royal Rumble. Three, week, did, three weeks after that, he was in the Hall of Fame. And, and now he's thriving on uh, AEW, AEW television. Big E, he got the money in the bank and cashed in. Rhea, I mean... All hell, Rhea. Like, One of the biggest stars there is in all of wrestling right now, you know? Absolutely. And we can't forget the most important, Otis. He's got Mexican Dupree now. <laughs> so they're, they're all winners. And we had Bobby Lashley as well. Yeah, Bobby Lashley as well. Yeah, he won the United States Championship a couple of days after we had him on the show. Um, yeah, it's, 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 um, this, we, 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 skyrockets people's careers so anybody out there guys if you want to come on this show and um chances are you're going to have a and, and it's it's organically how it happens it's never like people chasing us down we're chasing them down down it's organically how they become guests on the show and when they do it's like nah, well the sky's the limit for them yeah except for a uh, certified luke curtis which um you know maybe one day he'll get his up and comments i mean I, it's he's still a young Young cat in the business, so maybe, uh, maybe, or actually, his business, his, his career is over, but maybe he'll, maybe we'll decide to turn a new leaf and come back. You know, who knows? Yeah. Um, He's got vengeance to get, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perhaps some revenge. I feel as well. Yeah, probably, maybe, maybe so. Um, so Jeremy, um, let's um, be, how about this? Before we go a little further, before we talk about all the ins and outs of all the pro wrestling and all the 
the hot topics before we play Uno with one another, all that stuff. Why don't we talk about our sponsors? That's right, Collar Nibble. When you go to CollarNibbleBrand.com, use promo code RINGSIDE, all capital letters. You save 10% and you help the Ringside Podcast out and you get the best wrestling apparel there is today. CollarNibbleBrand.com has got your hot new summer merchandise out today. Get that, use promo code RINGSIDE, and you'll be the hottest person on the beach walking with Collar Nebo today. And we'd like to thank our great friends over at ProWrestlingInsurance.com. Reach out specifically to Chris. He can fill you in about how you can get paid if you get hurt. Sounds interesting, I know, but you can get an affordable $8 a month rate for supplemental coverage to make sure you're covered anytime, anywhere. If you get hurt, you can get a check for that bill. Make sure to go to ProWrestlingInsurance.com and check it out. And finally, let's talk about our friends at Manscaped. That is right, Manscaped supporting the Ringside Podcast. It's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. You can join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. You get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the coach, with the code, rather, referee at manscaped.com. Now, if my math is correct, that's about 16 million balls, and some of them are on this call as we speak. And I've got to tell you, I absolutely love it. Love the Manscaped product. Love the nose hair trimmer. Love the beard trimmer. Yes. Daniel. Yes. I'm telling you, man, this Look. beard trimmer, you you turned me on to that and sent it to me for Manscaped. Oh, my gosh. I, I love literally, it. everybody knows if you, if you see me, when you use promo code referee, you know I'm a referee. At OVW, I keep my beard out, but at Impact, I had to shave. And let me tell you what: yes, I use a razor, but then I got this—I got to trim this beard down very, very fine to make it easier to shave. And I've got—I've had trimmers before in the past, but since I got the Manscaped trimmer, I turned that sucker on. It goes—it's it, all—I almost do not need a razor. It goes so it, so far to my skin as I wanted to without giving me any cuts or anything, and and it has a shield on it. Not to mention that, if I wanted to even like adjust it to let to trim my beard like I have right now, I just trimmed it. It's it's perfect, yeah. the exact and level there's, there's I no, want. It. There's no switching out guards. No. All you got to do is just dial the number dial up the that number. you want yep. and trim it right up. From point got five, that. it's from point oh. five to ten. Like oh yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. So not only do you have that, not only do you have the manscape trimmer, the lawnmower. The, the weed whacker you've got all of that and uh, if you get the performance package you're going to get some other fun stuff too uh, like the ball deodorant and the ball toner plus the shed to put it all in as a matter of fact I have one Daniel's got one he uh, it was in my hotel room when we were on a show together he's hey, like wait sh- that's mine hey, that's private information go ahead <laughs> oh wait not that but he's like that's I've got that too it's like of course you do because we both got it from Manscaped and yes. it's amazing so we want to thank Manscaped again go to manscaped.com Use the code REFEREE and save 20% with free shipping. Check it out today. All right. Yeah, Manscaped. The balls? I mean, what, what, what has happened since I last? Well, I mean, Jeremy, you know, I'm sure. Now the real balls are back at this show. Yeah. And, I'm sh- and, and because you use Manscaped as well and use promo code REFEREE, you're, they're nice and smooth as well, right? 
uh, I don't feel comfortable talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> With a young lady in our presence. Oh, it's okay. I, I share my stories about how much I enjoy my man and him using Manscaped and that body odorizer as well. It's funny because I find my nose in places that I didn't think they'd be. Well, then. But if that doesn't sell you right there, I don't know what will. Ladies and gentlemen, manscaped.com, promo code referee. Uh, that, I mean, that that right there would have, I would have done, ordered before Sold. I could have done it. <laughs> we lost 55. He's gone. We lost. I'm here. I'm just uh, blushing a little bit. <laughs> oh, I love it. That was, that's the, that's the best line. That's, the, that's literally the best line. All right. <laughs> um, 55. Let's 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 start off with you. We've got since I mean, a lot a lot has happened since uh, <clears throat> since you've been last on the show. But let's uh, let's kind of break down the last maybe six weeks. AEW has made an announcement for a new show called Collision. Uh, it's going to start on June seventeenth, live from Chicago at the United Center uh, tonight. As we're recording this. They're going to make another announcement of that debut. We'll probably hear more about it. So we're not going to – we can speculate what that is, but we're not going to really talk about it because we don't know yet it's going to happen as we're recording this. So it'll be out there by the time this airs. Um, but then, you know, they've had they've had a build-up to the Double Nothing pay-per-view. That's AEW, okay? Impact has had a, an amazing run with live, sh- live shows, sellouts um, all across um, the nation. Uh, the signing of Trinity, um, who came to um, Impact after one year of not being on, in the ring, and um, has already kind of started to make a make a statement, and it seems like she's going after um, the uh, the Knockouts uh, World Title uh, and uh, the champion Diana Prazo. We know Josh Alexander got injured and had to forfeit or relinquish. The title, as well as Mickey James did too, but then we crowned a new at Rebellion. We crowned a new champions, and both Steve Macklin and Diana Prazo. So that's been going on there, and then WWE. A couple things have happened there. We've had, you know, Cody Rhodes' triumphant return to turn to to lose at WrestleMania, along with uh, his feud with Brock Lesnar. Now that's kind of sidetracked him off of that. You've had a new belt being being announced as the world heavyweight champion that's going to be a raw exclusive belt we now at night of champions we had that winner crown it is seth rollins um you had the bloodline storyline i took another layer of, of of what's been going on with them um uh, from there as well um you have the raw women's champion um lose to another smackdown talent <laughs> so uh so yeah the raw women's champion is a smackdown talent and the and the smackdown women's champion is a raw talent still confused about that um and then um you have your yeah and then you have your the draft and everything has happened here but yet you know it doesn't matter because smackdown people were on raw and it looks like raw people are going to be on smackdown this week so i'm confused about that too as well nxt's had some big breakthroughs with um our big uh, changes with champions as well as the uh, Raw and SmackDown roster people that were free agents have now popped up back in the NXT this past couple weeks. So I think that's about it. I got you got the Crockett Cup this weekend. You got OVW also doing the factions, just doing his thing, killing it, running, run, run, uh, running course everywhere. And uh, so yeah, I, I, did I did I get it all, Derek? 
I think you did. I mean, Morgan to Morgan summer tour is now underway. We had a huge show in uh, Georgetown for OVW um, at Country Board Brewing. So that, that was cool to way to kick it off. Um, and yeah, like, like you said, damage control is coming up for OVW this Saturday. It's it, yeah, there's a lot going on all over the place and, uh, and, and really wrestling is as healthy as it's ever been. I do believe. Yeah. That's a unique way of putting it being as healthy as it ever has ever been. I mean, lots to watch a lot of variety as well, as far as programming and promotions and there's just no shortage of it. And that's tremendous for all of us, a part of pro wrestling i'm loving this i'm loving we're all a part of it in some way or another i i just can't wait i mean summer as you mentioned i mean just personally for us the the, the summer tour for rbw just kicked off and i mean that's just the start of what's to come i'm, I'm absolutely thrilled all right so yeah so jeremy what let's let's get your thought we we've all heard ours um uh, other than the most recent stuff and we'll get to that but let's let's hear your thoughts on on everything that's happening this um you know, if not a few weeks, months, whatever, here in the world of professional wrestling. Well, as somebody who was laid up in the hospital for like two months, uh, I was able to access a lot of unique programming and stuff that kind of got me through my time in the hospital. And it wasn't like, oh, well, let's hurry up and get to Friday so we can watch SmackDown and it's okay. Uh, everything, everything pretty much, I mean, for my taste anyway, has uh has been delivering big time the only the only issues i have right now is with the and i know this isn't a shock because i've always had issues with it but they the the aew product has has kind of slacked in my eyes the last month or so having a special earth shaking announcement every week for the last six weeks and then it ended up being something very small. Uh, hasn't helped either. <laughs> the crowds at double or nothing. I saw somebody, I don't remember who it was, but said that the arena was literally only about a, a fourth of the way full or a third of the way full. Um, now, now I will say this. Not just I, me. I, it's I, other people that are also. Yeah. I, I will say this. On, I will say this on that. I don't think they sold the tickets that were not that were empty. I think they only they never released those because that was hard cam side, and I think they just kept it the way it is. So in their and so in their defense, yes, it could have been halfway done or whatever. That's but in their defense, they never put those for sale, so we don't know if they would have if they would have sold or not. Who knows? I mean, if that's the case, okay. But still, there there were shots on the camera side where you saw. 10 to 20 empty yeah. seats. And, if there were, if there were a chance that they could sell them, they would have sold them. Yeah. You know, no. you know what I mean? And that's, that is, that's a little concerning, uh, for, you know, Vegas, especially where they've had some big events in the past. I do think, and I'm not one of those guys, like I'm not going to jump on a, one bandwagon or the other. And uh, so many people do, you know, AEW or WWE. That's just, you know, that's not a huge arena. It's a decent size. I mean, it's a normal size arena. Um, so it's kind of, it's kind of shocking for one of their, few big events during the year they didn't you know do better but i mean just the product like it's it's not evolving and hopefully what i'm hoping with the addition of collision that uh, is it going to be another do we know is it going to be another brand is it just going to be another night for different people to be showcased are they going to have their own championships i don't know but what i'm hoping is that we see some new people get opportunities and this little the the four pillars match like that. 
it, it just didn't do what it was supposed to do for me. I, I was supposed to believe that those were the four most important people in the company because they were all homegrown. And I, I loved the match. It was a good match. But I didn't I look at those I look at those other three guys and as phenomenal wrestlers as as a couple of them are, I don't believe that any of them can beat Andrade. I don't believe that any of them can beat Miro. I don't believe any of them can beat Aleister Black. But I don't know. I, I'm, y'all know I'm just super picky and old fashioned. So no, and you know you you've always been ultra critical on AEW, and I I've kind of been you know a little forgiving on some things. But I will that is one thing I wanted to talk about is that four way match, and that just shows the difference between you know the the thought process in WWE and AEW, and and when you're. Yes, these four guys are the pillars in that they are the future. You know what I mean? They are what you're going to build this company around. But what you do in that situation is you slowly put those guys in matches with other people who already matter to make them matter instead of putting them all in there together. And it seems a little less than. I mean, of course, MJF, he's he is rightfully the champion. I, I have no problem with him. Um, but again, you know, you put him in there with guys like punk, how he, that has happened in the past, like Jericho and like Cody did before that all guys that mean something that made him feel bigger. And I think that's, that's what you were lacking in this match. MJF's not totally to that level yet to where these guys look better by being in there with him. You know what I mean? Well, a couple of them are are just reckless. Like there's no other way around it. They, they're, they're, and I'm not going to name any names because that's not how I do things. But like a couple of them are like repeat offenders as far as botches and recklessness and stuff like that. And I don't know if any of y'all agree with me. You may not. But I almost feel like, for example, people like Chris Jericho, having him lose to all these inferior wrestlers like he has been for the past two years. Do you all think that tarnishes his legacy overall, or you, no, you know? not at this point? No, no not at I this don't. point. And he's a giving person, anyways. I mean, his he wanted to lose to Fandango, you know, like he's in and 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 it, I know, and he's not been able to like if you weigh under two hundred pounds, you're undefeated against Jericho the last two years. Right, no, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. Uh, I would like Jericho to have more wins. Don't get me wrong, but. I, I I don't think it's tarnished his career just because of who he is. Um, it's like I mean, Cena hasn't won the last what big matches he's had over the last couple Good. of years. You know, well I know that, but 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 again, it hasn't hurt him. He still will show up, and he still will be a draw, and he's still because he's John Cena. And I think Jericho's the same way. I think Jericho's going to draw because he's Jericho. He's one of the you know one of the best of all time. You know, so um, and and. Almost anything he does, he gets it over because he's just that good. Uh, same with you know Roman Cena, um, Seth, um, AJ. Like those guys just are are good, and they can win and lose. I mean, Seth really much won, lost so much last year, and look at him now. I mean, he's the world True. heavyweight champion, and he is the pillar on Raw. You know, so um, well, I don't know. You got Cody, I guess. Um, Cody's, I guess, are kind of battling for who the pillar is, but he's the man right now because he's he's got the title, he's got the gold, um, and we'll talk about that. 
that title a little bit, like what it what it means, what it, uh, on everything here 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 soon, but later on the show. But um, yeah, I mean, I I uh, I thought that I mean, I didn't watch all the pay per view. I saw a little bit of it, um, but I thought it was I thought it was you know it was an eight to me it was a good AW pay per view. Um, it wasn't one of those. It wasn't anything to uh, make me talk about for weeks and weeks to go. But it, but it did like intrigue me. And it, it wasn't. It wasn't something where I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe they just did that." You know, kind of deal. Like I thought having Jade lose. I thought the way they did it was kind of creative. It wasn't Taya. It was bringing back Chris Statlander, and that was pretty cool. How she was the one that did it, and and the concept of that is. Jade wasn't prepared for Chris. She was prepared for Taya, and she took out Taya, but she couldn't take out Chris. You know, so she wasn't prepared. So I like, I like that. Um, why she lost after going sixty and zero. Um, you know, so that's that's things like that. They did. I think they did right uh, for sure. And, and and MJF is just. I think we're all just waiting to see what this announcement is and see, you know, because MJF has been calling himself the best in the world. So, does that mean he's gonna fight the best in the world? Um, we'll see. You know. Well, I mean, if if they're not gonna make that announcement, if they're you know, if that's not going to be announced ahead of time, and you're gonna have their reaction back in the United Center like you had last time, um, you know, I think that's the way to go. But if they can't make that happen, and he and Punk is not going to be there. Well, they're going to have to make a big announcement that's at least as big, if not bigger, to distract people and get them excited about whatever it's going to be. So I think if if the announcement that they make, which we'll know by the time this comes out, is huge and bigger than a punk return, then uh, we know that there may be a chance punk doesn't come back. Maybe the announcement will be that he's got another major announcement set for next week. Could be. <laughs> like i will say this i i the, the the announcements are getting a little silly um and you know i don't think you have to say tk's got the this this announcement um that's gonna you know whatever shock the world or whatever it may be i think you can easily um uh, you can easily just say you know or you can just not promote it and just let it be announced and then go oh mm-hmm. that was you know i think the promoting of it and then you know, and then sometimes he doesn't even announce it. He does it, or he does a pre-tape, or or whatever in the back. So I think uh, that, or somebody at uh, one time he's just like, "Hey, my, hey, Adam Cole, go ahead and take over and announce." You know that kind of stuff. So it's, um, I think that's where it's it gets a little out of control. He just did this two weeks ago, right? And then now he's doing it again. Um, he did it last week too. As well. Like we all didn't know that Collision was gonna. As far as shows on being Chicago, I mean, that that was a given because of the the rumors of it being Punk's show and this and that. Like whenever Chicago didn't pop up on the first six record uh, tapings by name, you knew where you knew where it was going to be. So I, I'm not against the the, the announcements, but I, I kind of like you. If it's going to be a Punk return. I'd rather just let that happen organically. We don't need to uh, announce it. If I would be more excited to buy a ticket and that happened than 
Well, if I knew, knew ahead of time that he was going to be there. Well, now, that's what happened in the United Center for Rampage. Their first Rampage was in the United Center. And yes, the rumor and innuendo was it was CM Punk, but there was no, I mean, it was in the dirts, but there was no official announcement from AEW. It was literally. Yeah, I was actually going to mention that too, and just how that was, feeling was, and just how they introed without no music, and they panned mm-hmm. the crowd. I mean, the crowd was, was the crowd was CM Punk. Ch- yeah, they, they knew it. They were CM Punk chanting, and then they still were like, when you heard that "Living Color" song pop go off, the they went, they went bananas. Pat Patterson would say they they went. I mean, they went crazy. People were crying, literally. Like the dude was crying, like in the crowd, and uh, it was it was a very emotional moment for everyone that was a wrestling fan, yet CM Punk fan, yet Chicago itself, and it was like all that built up, you know, uh, anticipation that. You know, came it actually came true. The dirts, the dirts were right for a change, and but and so really, they don't have to make the announcement, like like Jeremy was saying. And it's probably better if they don't at this point. Why announce it? Just let him let it start off the same way Rampage did. And Rampage was a pretty good. Rampage had a good, nice run and ratings and stuff when it first came out. Not granted, he was a part of it. I, it's I think CM Punk's a draw. I mean, I, I feel like. If he's going to be on that show, that that's going to make that show successful. It made Rampage su- su- successful, and soon CM Punk was not on there anymore. No one, people quit watching. So, um, you know, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I guess what what happens, right? But, um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm going to sit back and uh, watch. And now I know John Moxley won't be there for Collision because he'll be with me. Uh, at the Wrestling Revolver show in uh, in Dayton, Ohio, um, that night that'll be live on Fight TV or Fight Plus. But um, that's interesting. Who knows? Maybe they'll do a live. Maybe he'll do something via satellite promo or something. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool though if he did. Uh, I think that would show that would lot because a lot of the AEW guys do indie shows too. So the fact that now Collision is going to be on Saturdays that takes away their indie stuff. Um, so. But if they do live viral satellite promos and different things, that'll be kind of an interesting take and kind of bring that AEW dark aspect of it, where it was like using indie talent kind of over to their main sh- one of their main shows. So I don't know, maybe I just threw them, gave them an idea. Yeah, I, I, I want to say that CM Punk is quite the anomaly because I remember when the rumors were that he was joining AEW initially. All of the AEW. Because unlike us, you can enjoy multiple federations at one time. On social media, it's so weird. You got to either cheer for one or the other. You can't like both, or you're stupid. Um, but just listen to the AEW uh, fans. That was going to push them up over 1.5 million every week. They were they. This was their key to break two million eventually with CM Punk. And then the weirdest thing happened once he. First off, they never reached the 1.5. I think they reached 1.2 one time, or it was 1.168, something like that. And then the weirdest thing happened. He left. They they hated him on TV, and then he left, and the viewership almost cut in half. I mean, it's been averaging, I think, about 750, 800 a week since uh, CM Punk's been off TV. I, I'm going to be very interested to see if he does join Collision, 
It's a tyrant dynamite. Well, remember, if people hate him, that's okay because go back to Howard Stern. Howard Stern had the more people hated him the mo- listened to his show that hated him more than his fans. And, you know, like that was why he was so intriguing and such a shock jock. It's like, man, he his haters <laughs> listen to him more. So, I mean, it could be the same for CM Punk where people, people hate him, people can't stand him, but they're going to watch and see what he does. Um, and that's. I mean that's that makes you a draw. I mean you know if you're um, what does I always say? You want to be the person that either you want somebody to pay to see you kick someone's ass, or you want to see someone pay to watch you get your ass kicked. You know, and if you could do one or the other, you've you're a draw. You've succeeded. Um, yeah, it's 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 interesting for sure. Um, Wheeler, Wheeler Utah does not belong in the Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, I, I've thought that since the beginning, and I understand like making new talent, but he just doesn't. I don't buy him, especially in the heel uh, Blackpool Combat Club. And I for just him don't. to get the pin at the pay per view, that that aggravated me as well. Well, now we've got Takeshka, another shocker from Double or Nothing. So that should be really interesting because we still don't know if he's fully aligned with. Um, Blackpool Combat Club, or if it's just an alliance. Well, he didn't come out with them tonight. I'll say that much. And there's an interview planned for this evening. Um, I saw on social media earlier where Don Callis is bringing him out and mm-hmm. presenting. Hey, this, this is what you know. This well, is I will say this: as of right now, the, the, in the ring, there's no the, them two are not with the four. So. Um, that's what I just said, Daniel. I know, uh, but I was saying as of even as, even as of right now, the match is over, and um, they're still not together. So, um, yeah, so we'll we'll see uh, what happens there. Um, I'm surprised. Um, I don't see any blood anywhere on the ring, so it was a good match. Uh, so <laughs> How's that possible? How's that possible? Um, I tell you what, though, uh, just all this that exploding freaking super kick was pretty awesome. Oh. Uh, I enjoyed that. I, that that yeah, I liked that a lot. That was pretty cool. Um, that was very creative on how they, however they. I did will that. say that it was definitely the best exploding thing they've ever done on it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it was. Oh my god, that huge countdown! We all thought there's gonna be explosions, and it was like a popcorn fart. Like, oh no. <sighs> Oh man! Um, all right, so let's talk. We we talked about it a little earlier, or I alluded to it, and and ran through. Let's talk about this um, new world heavyweight championship in WWE that is now exclusively a Raw title. It seems like. Um, first of all, do we call Roman the undisputed? Universal champion because he's not undisputed anymore. He there's another title out there. So do they are they still calling him the undisputed Universal champion? I think so. I think the celebration this week is the 1,000 days. That's well. No, here I had one thousand happened this weekend. So I guess I, I th- I'm sure they're going to do something on Friday as a celebration because they were they had a match, so they couldn't really celebrate since it was a pay per view. I think it was the day of the pay per view was his 1,000 day. That yeah, was his 1,000th day, yeah. yeah. But they are, Linda's right, they are doing a celebration, a 1,000-day celebration uh, this Friday night on SmackDown. But I, I would argue that it, he still could be the undisputed champion because as far as his brand is concerned, he holds all the heavyweight gold. That might be their loophole. I understand what you're saying. Oh, well, 
that's interesting if they want to you know talk about brands because I was for some reason um, I don't know I, I saw a SmackDown star on Raw Monday night and I saw announced a Raw star is going to be on SmackDown um, so I'm I don't know what this brand is all about um, switching or, or exclusive stuff so because none of those are free agents either it ain't like Baron Corbin showing up at NXT maybe it- or- Maybe it's a rule that once a quarter, two people can be on one show. Man, remember that junk? Yeah, <laughs> it was like it was the most confusing thing I'd ever heard. It's I here's what I think happened. I think Vince wanted the brand, wanted the draft, so they did it, and then Triple H is like, "All right, we're still having my guys go wherever they want them to go." So I don't know, but it's just as long as they explain it, as long as they have an explanation, like Cody's going to be on SmackDown because. They're doing the celebration, and we're going to have him on SmackDown because he's going to acknowledge him as the that and kind of maybe try to challenge him or something. And then Brock, who's a free agent, just shows up to as well because he can he can he can show up on SmackDown. Um, right. That would make sense. AJ showed up on Raw. I guess the only, the logic behind that is he wanted to congratulate Seth from winning, but you know, like. I, I was on his way back from Saudi. It was a, it was a stop on the way home. I think until we have a raw general manager and a SmackDown general manager where there could actually be like conversations and trades and agreements, I think it's really just BS because you know Adam Pierce is is the official of both, right? So right. like, yes, but he's still people... on the phone with somebody too. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. He was talking to boss. Who is boss? Yes. Is it Triple H? Is it Vince? Is I don't know. And I, there's other people there that can do it. There's other people that are already there that can fill that role. Just just do it. Just separate it. I, you know, I hated the two general manager storylines for a while when it got real watered down. But you can't have Adam doing both. And like, who was making the draft picks anyway? If he's in charge of both shows, you know, have have Shane Helms do it. You know what I mean? There's plenty of people out there that What's are great that? on TV. Have Abyss do it. That would be fun. Well, not Abyss. It would be um, Joseph Park. Joseph Park. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But man. Um, but uh, so let's the the World Heavyweight Championship. What's your thoughts on that? I love the title. I think it's beautiful. I like the way it looks. I I love all of that. Um, it seems like, in my opinion, based on what I've well, not in my opinion, based on what I've seen, this is considered a brand new title. They're not giving it the world heavyweight lineage of the past, even though it has the same name and was the same almost design that happened when Ric Flair handed it over to Triple H um, in two thousand two, so or three or whatever it was. Um, so, um, I don't, uh, that title has such a weird lineage anyway. I don't, I don't think it matters. I mean, cause that one kind of went through its phases to where it was, it was the WCW title, but it was also the NWA title, but it was also the, you know, that international title or whatever they called it for a while, like in WCW. So I'm not so worried about a lineage of a title. I mean, people know if you were a champion, you were a champion, Ric Flair, 16 time world champion, but that counts both WWE and WCW. You know I mean? It's, it's. The lineage doesn't really matter. Uh, I do think it's a beautiful title. 
I think it's exactly what they need because you do have the WWE represented in a big logo, which I get that for branding, but it still pays homage to the big gold. There's nothing uh, wrong I with think. the WWE logo in the middle. I mean, AEW's got it in their belt. Impact's sure. got it in their belt. OVW's got they it in their belt. We all should have it in the middle of their belt. Sure. It's something people use. I mean, I get the, you know, the, 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 the logo being the middle, be, being all of it, you know, the, the universal and the, and the WB title had that, and that was, and then the women's have that too. That's where it became like, oh, really? But having the logo on it, you should. That's that's yeah. dumb. Not but that on uh, this one feels. I know it's not going to be the top title, but it feels more prestigious just in look than uh, than the other titles. And uh, I I really like. I mean, I I hope they make some changes to the women's titles, and I think they will, um, you know, to get the Raw and SmackDown in the right place. But um, the only one I don't like is the is the Intercontinental. Just not the belt itself. It's fine, but it's not the Intercontinental title. Here's here's what I um, when it comes to the women's title, uh, I got a theory on that. Why call it Raw and SmackDown? Just change the name of it. Have the Raw title or have the SmackDown title right now become the world title have the, the other one universal, universal mm-hmm. title yeah it just it's that simple you just do that yeah. you know great granted i know it's 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 the colors would be off or whatever but then change the colors don't make it red and blue then make it you know like i don't know gray and gold or something i, I just just um there, there's a way there's ways around that you know or you can go women mm-hmm. i mean not to go too very um i guess everybody's trying to be gender sensitive but you could go pink and purple or whatever, like you know, make it like this is a women's title. Um, the divas title. Yeah, not divas. Not. But that's, <laughs> well, I was that's, thinking the colors. Colors, yeah, the I black and yeah, black and black and <laughs> black and pink. Or Ultimate Warrior, for that matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could. Um, but I mean, you can get rid of the title. You can get rid of instead of calling it Raw and SmackDown. You can literally call it. Or, I mean, <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? I got. I got one too, and there's an Ultimate Warrior right here. Um, oh, nice! That's a good one. Um, the, um, you know, the. I mean, you can also. I know this sounds silly, and I know, you know, um, I don't know, I don't, I don't think it's been done before, but you know, you can call the one that's represented on on uh, SmackDown the Fox Network title, and the one that's represented on Raw the USA. Well, I guess you network title. I guess you can't really do until that. they until they switch the brands again with the next draft, and then we got to figure it out again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they made it very easy in the past. I mean, Becky and Charlotte traded titles a couple years ago. I didn't like that though. That, the trading titles was kind of silly. They should have just three profits, and I forgot who the other team was. They traded a few years before yeah. that too. So, um, yeah, I, I think. The only way to, to kind of eliminate that is to say, hey, the champions aren't allowed to be traded. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point. The, or the champions go on bubble shows or the champions can show up, at whatever it may be. Um, that's what Free it, agents. Yeah. They're free agents. And when they once they lose the title, then at that point, you know, they can either be drafted to a place or say if they were a raw talent, they become their champion, you know, they can go both places, but once they lose, they're back to raw or something like that. You can easily. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the way it was in 23, 2003 when the, when the draft first started, you know, Brock Lesnar could go to both, but it was like all champions. Now granted, they didn't have 50 champions only had like four or five. So it was a little bit different, but you know, I mean, 
Um, I mean, your 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 tag team champions are Raw, right? Aren't they Raw guys? Ain't, ain't Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn Raw guys? Yeah, they're they're Raw yeah. guys. Yeah, but they but they've got both titles, so they've got they're the undisputed tag team champions. So technically, they can they can as SmackDown champions, they can show up on on SmackDown, and that's the same with Rhea. To me, Rhea's Rhea can show up on SmackDown because she's the SmackDown champion. That makes sense. That logically makes sense why she can show up on SmackDown. Maybe that's how she eventually loses it if she does. If she shows up on SmackDown and so many challenger. I just can't think of who on SmackDown could challenge her and take the title. Uh, I don't know. Um, interesting. Who could do that and become like, I don't know, a 15-time Divas <laughs> champion or women's champion. <laughs> Whew. Okay, anyways, um, sorry, I had to take a deep breath there. Hey, uh, so much. What's that? I said, I hate you. Oh, you missed me. <laughs> you missed me. Um, and, and the, the Cody Rhodes Brock Lesnar thing, like, I've, um, we're obviously getting the rubber match, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I like the way. I like the way this angle's been going on. I like it. I like the sidebar for Cody that's giving you, getting you off of the Roman thing, so Roman can take care of uh, business or have business done there. You're focused on that. You're you kind of for you haven't forgot, but you kind of have forgot that Cody lost to Roman and is not going for the title. You're focused on completely two different stories, and we're going to get to Cody going back. But now at this point, though, is Cody the one to dethrone Roman, or is it Jimmy or Jay? No, it's it's still Cody. It's still I, Cody. I would even argue that it might be Solo. Okay. Yeah, it's still Cody. I think if, if they were going to let Cody win, they would have let him win, win it this year. I mean, obviously, it's very, very – there's a very, very strong chance that he wins money in the bank and just tells everybody in advance, hey – I'm challenging Rome for the title at WrestleMania if he still has it. Yeah. He he's got to go through the hard times, baby. <laughs> I want to throw Rock back in the mix to dethrone our, our title I, chief. I, I don't like him to dethrone him for the title, but I do want him in the mix at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to make that happen. I mean, yeah, you do. And, uh, um, I mean, but, but, this this story is all. It started with Jay and Jimmy, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends with them. And uh, granted, uh, I'm not saying they don't they don't cause Roman to be sidetracked or whatever to cause him to lose to Cody, but I do think that takes it away from Cody uh, the win because he had help or Roman wasn't on his A game or whatever it may be, but. Um, but man, the layers. FYI, FYI, the big announcement was exactly what we thought it was going to be. He announced to the featured talent was going to be for that show. Oh, um, okay. I'm looking at it right now. Um, I guess I must have been a, I'm a little bit behind. Um, is he? He's announcing. No, he did announce. He already announced it. Who? Who is it? C- CM Punk. He announced CM Punk. He actually yeah. said his name. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, did he just say the return of CM Punk, I guess? He said, um, I, w- uh, we announced a couple things over the past few weeks, but tonight I want to announce the featured talent of Collision will be CM Punk. Oh, yeah. He must have, because I just turned it up, and then people are going crazy with CM Punk chants. 
And people are chanting CM Punk. Interesting. Don't think that was the right thing to do. But I guess if you're trying to get more eyes on the first show, that is something mm-hmm. you do. That makes it, I mean, it makes sense. But I get, yeah. again, wrestling fan Jeremy would love to have been surprised by that, even if I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta you gotta promote things that you know bring eyes, especially if you want to fill seats. Which you know, Phil, Phil, yeah, I got that. Uh, uh, yep, you want to fill them up. Um. So, all right. Well, CM Punk was uh, going to be on Collision, and we'll see. This will show you. Um, would it be interesting if if Collision, um, if Collision got better ratings than Dynamite? Wouldn't it be wild? That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying earlier. I would be interested in seeing if it outdraws Dynamite with CM Punk being the anchor of that show. Statistically, it won't because it's a Saturday night. But yeah, and Saturday night in the summertime, you're not going to do it. And then Saturday night when you get into the fall, you got football. I I just don't. That's just not. It's not going to be a, a consistent time slot. I think you'll see it falling into where Rampage did eventually. You just, it'll just be another show. If unless they just go to not go to prime time and go to six oh five p.m. You know Eastern. And that I miss my Saturday or Sunday morning or afternoon yeah. wrestling programming. Yeah. That, that that'd be that'd be their chance to bring it back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I, ramp, uh, I still my, think they should probably have put it on Thursday nights. Thursday nights is well, that's ROH. ROH is on their Thursday nights. Then you're then you've got, of course, Impact on Thursday nights. You got OVW on Thursday nights. So Thursday nights are kind of packed. That's right true. Now. That's true. But I mean, like Eric said, you got to start a summer, right? Nobody gonna stay home. Hey, y'all want to go to the music park today? No, let's stay home and watch the legend. Like nobody's gonna do that, and then yeah. football season ramps up, and there's games from noon till midnight. Well, here's yeah. well, here's the thing about uh, about um, TV, anyways. I was having this conversation um, with actually, believe it or not, Bully Ray uh, this past week, and we were talking about the way things people watch TV now, and you know, back then, TV like. You had yeah, we had cable. I had you know seventy channels or whatever it was in the nineties during the Monday Night War. Maybe not that many. I don't know, but it was quite, it was a lot. It was fifty at least, right? You had channels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably but you you watched a lot. Like, but if you did, you legit like you watched TV live. You didn't. You could record something if you were going to be home. And then you may record, and then later on it got a little more advanced where you could record something else while you watch something else, but it was only one program. You didn't have five to record while you were doing that. And even when the DVR age came about, you still, for the most part, watched a lot of things live or the night of as much as possible. It was only like if it came on at the same time that you DVR'd. Now we've got to the point where we got so used to not having to worry about being on Tuesday night at eight o'clock and turning on something and watching something or whatever it may Mm -hmm. be that we can just watch it later that it, unless it's sports, it isn't must see TV. And I think even wrestling, wrestling shows are being treated as not like sports as, as it should be. It's treated as a TV show, which it is episodic TV. So it's like, okay, well I can miss, I mean, I don't, 
I, I may many there's so much wrestling that I don't watch it all live. I'll no, watch you're it. right. And, and also, it's it's kind of got you know. I, I think wrestling and late night TV has benefited from this type of thing to where even if you don't go back and watch the program on your DVR or anything else, it can be split up into you know just little miniature video clips that you can watch back on social media, on Instagram, on YouTube, however you want. And so it's easy to catch up on, you know, late night TV is, has, has done really well doing that for the people that don't stay up late and watch it. Cause you can catch the funny segments. You can catch the interviews and little bit bits of it. Just like in wrestling, you can catch the backstage segments, the matches and everything else just in your Instagram feed. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's become a lot easier to, to keep up with. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you're right. I mean, it's, so I don't think, I think the, 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 what do they call it? The 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 ratings and there's, there's the three day rating or whatever that may be, whatever the whatever the rating is where it's after the DVRs and all that back or whatever that I think that's the rating that's gonna be good for Collision compared to um, compared to live TV just because of the nights on. But I do. But will I watch it? Of course. I just will I watch it live only if for some reason I legit and doing nothing on a Saturday night or. They're legit as must-see TV. And that, even that first night, I will not be able to watch it live because I will be doing a live wrestling show myself, like in, you know, four hours away in Dayton, Ohio. So it's 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 um, it, it's one of those things that uh, it's going to happen, and I feel like it's going to happen a lot since Saturdays are going to be a hot show, hot area for indie shows, for Impact TV and pay-per-views myself, for other you know, WB is going to have a lot of events and pay-per-views on Saturday. So they're going to compete against a lot of stuff. And you're going to deal with, you know, football, um, come that time. So, um, and then when hockey is ho- hockey's on TNT, right. And this is on TNT. So yeah. they, they may be preempted for hockey, be moved to like midnight one night because of hockey games, especially since the final, the Stanley cup finals are coming up too. So that's something that might happen. Unless they they actually work the finals around it, I'm not sure, but they could have. But um, you know that's it's gonna be gonna be interesting. I think I saw one of the tapings. This is like on a Thursday, so I think I think it's not all gonna be live, which might you know be the same with Rampage. Rampage was live for a little bit and then eventually got taped. Um, and I will say this: I do think that from a, from a tape and a live standpoint, I do think that if Impact was live, yes, we're on a we're on a channel a lot not people people have access tv but we have other ways of watching it but i think if we were live every week i think that we would have more viewers than we do if we were taped because I, there's something about tape shows compared to live shows I, even when the brawls taped from england i don't i don't watch it right at, i just watch it the next day or keep up with it later i don't i don't try to turn it on and see it when it's taped compared to fly because to me it you won't see anything. And granted, Impact does surprises and stuff all the time for the live shows, but it's um I feel like you're not getting my mind is you're not getting the 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 anticipation of the surprise when it's taped compared to when it's live, you know. So and I think I'll, I I think I'm the only one that feels that way. I think people in general feel right. that way. Yeah. Um all right, so uh Let's um, talk a little bit about this. Uh, 
we be hinting on it real quick, but this bloodline angled this whole thing with Roman. The the Uso super kicking. Um, uh, it, I I'm curious to see what's going to happen. It's got me intrigued on what the reason is going to be, what Roman's going to say. Um, do they make up? Do they? Do they? It's family and. You know, and everything's fine, or do they, or is this the, the end of the bloodline coming up? It's slow, the slow end for them. I think if you ask me, I think the uh, the glue that holds it all together would have to be Daddy, and I would love to see Rikishi be the one to show up. And uh, you know, you think he's going to stand up for his sons when. In reality, he also acknowledges the tribal chief and encourages his sons to come back into the fold. That's what I would love to see. I like that. It's really good, actually. Yeah. I like that. I can't think of something better than that, Eric. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I guess I was just thinking since what happened at Mania and now with Sammy and KO as the undisputed, because they're still the undisputed tag team champions, right? We can still say that for, for KO and Sammy. Yeah. Okay. I'm not um, disputing it. <laughs> uh, what exactly would happen between the Usos with Roman? And obviously we see now we have Roman tagging with Solo, separating himself from Jimmy and Jay. And now we get that big swerve. You think it's going to be Jay that finally turns on Roman, but nope, it's Jimmy. I, I think this is a unique way to keep things rolling, keep things moving along. Um, we even had KO wear a Lita One's shirt on Raw. Is that a little sign of something? I don't know. I'm saying maybe in the lines with those. So eventually, if something like this does happen, like what you said, Eric, with Rikishi coming in and um, trying to hold that glue, but then you still have that that hesitation. Um, I don't know, but this is that slow burn, but that long time storytelling that's the best that we've seen since i've been watching which is my life i think you could also do because like at the very beginning of all this uh jay stood up to roman and they fought a couple times and it made roman respect him so maybe jimmy stepping up to him where we all think it means it's the end of the bloodline roman's proud of him for standing up to him and they all bring, you know, they just pull themselves back together naturally because there's still so much story to tell. And I never thought that I would be watching. Uh, it's been a long time since I was growing up, back when there was a pay-per-view every five months instead of every five minutes. And uh, you would see uh, WWF superstars would end with the Islanders jumping the Hart Foundation and then they wouldn't wrestle on a pay-per-view until four or five months down the road, but they kept the, the stories long and interesting. And uh, this has already been going on about what, two and a half years, three years. Yeah. Something since, like that. since before the, it's slowly starting right before the pandemic. Yeah. So, uh, there, and I still think there's much, much more story to tell. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I it's it's um whoever's and I feel like there's more I mean any good TV show has I mean like and I know they have tons of writers but I'm I feel like they have four people or three people dedicated to them this storyline alone 
and they input Vince or Triple H or Michael Hayes or whoever it may be that they're going to. I, I feel like it would start off with Vince and then Vince kind of took But I feel like this is one of those big picture things that Vince is throwing in on a little bit. But I don't think he's – I think he's kind of fixing – like Vince Russo used to always say he would write something and Vince would go in and, you know, oh, you need to put a – you know, cross a T here, dot an I here. And he'd be like, whoa. And it would change the whole landscape of that mm-hmm. story. So I think, if anything, Vince Vince is still brilliant when it comes to that. I think he goes in and does those little things, and and uh, or it could be Triple H has learned from that, and Triple H is the one doing it, or or it could be. I think, I think Paul has a lot to do with it. I think Wise Man is uh, is actually yeah. gotten got his fingers on that a little. Yeah, there's a, there's a possibility. I mean, it, it's it's you know, and and it it and I want to know, but at the same time, I'm I don't I don't as long as it they don't mess it up, which I don't think they are. Um, it's um. It's you know I'm okay with not knowing who's in charge uh, or who's the one coming up with these ideas. Um, you know it's it's uh, it's really really good stuff, and um, the little bitty things that they're doing um, is, is great. Uh, I even love like the little thing they did. Just this is not the bloodline, but they did it with Seth and and, and Rhea. Where Seth like goes and it's the whole oh yeah it, it, the Shawn Michaels, it, Michaels and Melina and Melina yeah it's that but there are is this and you you haven't seen it since then really the same is like somebody was on the crate hey remember when this happened this is great and you bring it back and it was like that's the perfect time to do it and you know it's um it's great I mean you've seen a lot of these Sean has done a lot of this in NXT you've seen a lot of his. You can tell he's influenced a lot of the storytelling and stuff in there. You see a lot of, yeah. you know, stuff with very similar to what he's done, but uh, his career. But yeah, it's his um, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good stuff. And I, you know, in general, pro wrestling is 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 killing it all. So just think about it. Everywhere you go, I mean, AEW just sold. I mean, sold sixty thousand seats. In Wembley Stadium. Now, granted, I know we were, we were talking about they were struggling in the states, but they haven't been to the UK, and to be able to go there and sell sixty thousand is amazing. Now, I don't think they can go there any six months and do it again. It just because it's the hot demand. They have to wait a couple more years uh, to do that again. And and um, but like you know, and then you know, Impact is going to Australia in in a little over a month, and and WWE's you know done Saudi Arabia and many times done. The UK done Puerto Rico. They're about, they're about to do the UK again, right? They're about to for money in the bank and yeah. Um, so traveling around the world and doing this stuff. New Japan's kind of hitting it high with doing stuff at these big shows and uh, you know and over here in America and overseas and um, it's just a good time to be a, not only a wrestling fan but just it's a good time for the wrestling business. I mean, the top number one company in the world sold for $9.3 billion. Like that's more than star Wars. sold. that's more than, you know, uh, Marvel. sold. like that, I think combined more than both of them combined. So, so that's pretty freaking amazing. That's uh, as I said before, healthy, <laughs> very healthy. And you know, like, Warner Brothers is wanting to give AEW more money to to start more programming. As much as we're like how they're going to do it, it's still Warner Brothers giving them the money to do it. Um, you know, there's there's possibly other things happening for Impact too as well that could could change the things. We got OVW. We know what's happening there. We've heard of rumors and stories, and we've kind of know a little bit behind the scenes. We just can't talk about it. 
of what's going to happen in a few few months from from us and um it's going to be pretty pretty cool like it's a it's a great time to be in the business to be a fan of the business to be around the business and uh and to have a podcast you know so yeah hey and to have jeremy on it absolutely the ratings are going to skyrocket on this. They, they are. They, they most definitely are. And here's all I want to 55, say. 55% I, I, increase. At least 55%. <laughs> um, AEW sold 60,000 tickets to an arena show. Well, well, stadium. Wembley Stadium. Stadium show I meant. Yeah. How many of the, okay. Over under how many of those Tony Khan bought himself? Ah. I actually don't think he bought it either this time. So. Okay, so 20,000? 20, 20, no, I said, I don't, think, I don't think he bought any. I'm, I'm actually thinking these are fan, These are all, the UK. UK's big. You got to think. People, it's not just people in England, it's people all in the whole entire the UK area, like all, all those providences traveling down. I guess that's what they call it, right? Traveling down, coming, like, sure, you that's, say so. I guess I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's what they say in Canada. I've been to Canada a lot this year. Uh, that's you know, so like all of those little areas that you know, all the it, British, all the Scottish. It would be like if it'd be like if the show happened in Chicago, but it, this was a company over there. Okay, New Japan. This is a New Japan. All you you can only see them in Japan. They're coming to America to finally put on a show. They're coming to Chicago. You're not going to just have people in chicago show up you're going to have people from canada people from all over new york la florida wisconsin Wisconsin, (laughs) kentucky you know they're all going to come together and go to the show and they could sell out a a, in a stadium place because everyone's wanting to see something they've never seen before for the first time now six months later they come back it won't work and they have to will they sell yeah but not sixty thousand they have it'll be a scaled back more so they probably wouldn't do Wembley Stadium the second time around they go to UK L- logistically would make now they could try but I don't it just depends on how well that product does over there you know so then you think he bought fifty five thousand of the sixty thousand seats uh, this guy this I'm guy. just saying hey you missed me I'm back so get over it I really believe that they legit sold <laughs> those tickets. Fifty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. I bought. <laughs> I'm just giving them a hard time. I I, I understand uh, geography, Daniel. I, I know uh, what's all what all surrounds. And like you said, it's not just going to be the British, the Scottish, like that whole the UK is like surrounded by water and there's other well there's well there's also people that legit um people from this country bought tickets to go over there when when a week later all out it's going to be in chicago so but they're going to go over there and see all in because they want to be a part of it so there's going to have people from the from the united states over there too so i mean that granted that's a small percentage that bought those tickets but people did you know they they bought them so it's uh it's it look it's cool overall it's cool um, I do think I remember seeing a meme at the beginning of the year or something like that when they announced that this was the five-year history of the company and they show what WWE did when Vince bought the company and the five-year 
deal, and it was WrestleMania three, and it was ninety thousand people. And they said, "All right, Tony, it's your turn to do this." Well, he announced Wembley, and they're they're getting close, but the difference—the only difference—is that one was in the states, and one was in the UK. You could easily do it in the UK because your product's never been over there, and people want to see it. Um, I don't think he could pull that in the states yet. Uh, he can't pull ninety thousand or sixty thousand in the states yet. Not without help. Not without a combined help of a combined show of Impact, New Japan, AEW, Noah, Triple A. You know, maybe even a true Wrestle Palooza or Wrestle a true WrestleMania, so to speak. And it also takes more than just the name brand. WWE has built well over you know, 40 years of, of building that name of WWE. So you can say, Hey, it's WrestleMania and we're going into WrestleMania 40. You don't know who's wrestling on WrestleMania 40. You have no clue, but that name brand is there because they've delivered so consistently. But WrestleMania three was not, sorry to go ahead. No, no, no. But they built that on the backs of two major stars and a major storyline. A year. AEW. Yes. AEW has yet to find that niche and be able to consistently build a great storyline. So they, they're they not going to be able to to build a house like that until they get that. And then, you know, WWE started with that, and then in the future they just proved consistency. So now they're just the brand name WWE. AEW is none of that yet. Now, can they be? Absolutely. But they're just, you know, they're not a- there. AEW has had a chance, has a chance to take the what the dirt's all about to build now not, maybe not all maybe not uh, Wembley because they kind of already sold the tickets but to build for a bigger show and bigger stadium or bigger arena that they've ever done before in the states say 40,000 seat stadium in in the states you know football stadium you could build a big show say double or nothing next year and you could start it now here in the next couple of weeks and build this feud between two guys in the company that already have history of not liking each other. Already, people already know about the reports. You could build it around these two and build this story, and those two people mm-hmm. could legit help sell that place out to see them finally go. As long as they finally get their hands on one another, and not they don't run about other matches. Now, what, what you're saying, and and I'll agree with you that that would be a great storyline. However, a storyline like that that's built upon insider information and inside stuff if you're talking about you know yeah I I am, think but, but you about. have to it starts with the insider information yeah but you, ex- but you expand to the regular audience. it's it's not the same thing as a casual fan who may not be a, a big wrestling fan seeing guys like hulk hogan and andre the giant and going i want to go watch those guys fight no no I agree not with that. Same thing. I'm, I, I agree with that. What I'm saying is, you're not going to get the casual fan, but you're going to. There's forty thousand wrestling fans that would go see it. You're going to get the WWE yeah, oh, fan yeah. to go they see probably that. Probably are. You're going to get the Impact fan, the AEW. You're going to get all those to come together and go watch that show. You might get a few casual fans, but ninety percent of the time you're not. Yes, you will need a something like that to draw the casual fan. I I will agree there, but. You can legit because of the rest because of how how many wrestling hardcore fans they are, you they could fill it fill a forty seat thousand stadium in the states with the right angle and right story year build, and they got the two people to do it mm-hmm. in their roster. 
if they just do it and build it the right way. And maybe you could throw in an MJF because he's very um, yeah. He can sell tickets, so maybe it's maybe it becomes he's part of this too, and I don't know, or maybe it's maybe it's MJF and CM Punk, maybe it's MJF and Kenny, maybe it's not even them two together. But it, you can do it. I just think um, you know you can't. Uh, you've got to build it off of a story and people, yes, not off your name. And we're just going to give you a bunch yep. of cool matches, you know. Well, first of all, they're going to have to do it better. I just looked it up. Wembley's a hundred thousand seat stadium. Well, they've only they have a lot it they've a lot it for sixty so far. Right, but those that area is still going to be empty. So they got to do a better job than they did. My point is, they got to do a better job of hiding it, hiding those empty areas than they did at Double or Nothing. But as Eric touched on briefly, and, and does pretty much every time we talk about it. AEW has no continuity. The Lucha Brothers, for example, will be feuding with the House of Black this week. Next week, be feuding with FTR. The next week, they'll fight each other. And then the next week, like, you don't know what, you never know. It's almost like they have some sort of, and not to make light of this condition, but ADD. It's like they can only do one thing at a time. And it shows it, so, yeah, no, okay. yeah, let's see your point. Is, is what they need. We don't need everybody. Don't need to be in a faction. We don't need seven thousand factions. That makes it. Uh, we've all talked about that before. It makes the faction feel less important, less special when everybody's in a faction, and some people are in multiple factions and don't even realize it. So, and none of them are the faction. No. <laughs> and then you that have the Eric. <laughs> then you have Will or you to make the pin on Kenny Omega in the main event of the pay per view the other night, and and he probably don't belong in any. He probably should be with the Dark Order or Preston Vance and them. I don't know. That ticks me off. I'll be quiet. Maybe. Well, um, yeah, that's um. I think it's we'll end there. How about that? We'll we'll end the show there. Um, guys, thanks for listening to the to the Ringside Podcast. We're uh we we've got uh some guests coming up as we mentioned um uh here in the next couple of weeks. We're excited about um I know we've teased different ones uh throughout the year, but we took a little break for a reason. Um and then uh, but now we're kinda back in the groove a little bit and um excited uh for some of these guests to come on. As well as shout out to all of our sponsors, Collar and Elbow, uh, Pro Wrestling Insurance, and Manscaped. Don't forget, you can save on all those. Uh, Collar and Elbow use promo code Ringside, and at Manscaped, use promo code Referee. And then with Pro Wrestling Insurance, just give them a call and let them know we sent you. Um, and they'll uh, take care of you there. Chris will take care of you for sure. Um, and then, um, you know, if you, by the way, if you want to be a sponsor or anything on the show, feel free to hit us up. We have, uh, you know, many opportunities to get your brand out there and, and, and everything out there. Leave us a five star review, by the way, if you listen to us on Apple Apple Podcast. Uh, yeah, don't I don't I don't uh, tout that enough. Uh, it helps us out uh, tremendously on everything uh, for sure. And um, and uh, yeah, I just want to get that out there. You can get us all on the podcast avenues: Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio app, or just go to RingsidePodcast.com. Uh, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can get us on it. You can hear it, uh, hear us there. 
You can get us on the social media, the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebook at Ringside Podcast. All right, let's do the roundtable. Individually on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Daniel Spencer. I'm at Jeremy underscore CSZ. I'm at Eric on the air. I'm at Linda K22 or on my socials at lovelylindak.com. Yeah, just go to lovelylindak.com and you'll get all the info you need from the lovely Linda K. All right, so um, guys, I I am first of all I'm, again I'm happy, Jeremy. I'm happy you're back. I'm hoping this is not just a one offer, and um, you're back for at least good um, for the most part. Um, we're happy to see you, um, and uh, we need to also redo this intro and get um, get uh, Eric added back in it. So we need to call our good buddy AJ McKay and say, hey man, we need to add a little. Eric Cornish in this uh, in this intro, and, maybe uh, we just take us all out of it and just make it. It's just the Ringside Podcast, you know. Yeah, it's no, it's like the it's like the bloodline. We don't have to say who the members are. We just know who we are. We the ones. We the ones. <laughs> yeah. As long as we're acknowledged, I guess that's all that matters. Sign pointing season is still upon us at OVW. Uh, for sure. Always, uh, always. <laughs> by the way, use promo code RINGSIDE to OVW tickets too as well, as well as when you order the pay-per-views. You save 20% and 10% or something like that. I think it's 20% uh, with OVW. So always use promo code RINGSIDE and save on those tickets if you come out to the shows or if you watch us on Fight. Um, or uh, I think it's – I'm pretty sure it's still that – I still I, I don't know. I have to ask about that. Maybe maybe I'm wrong on the, on the pay-per-view, but definitely right on the tickets on that portion. Um, any final thoughts before we go, guys? Make sure you put us in your top eight on my stakes, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, do that too. Also, tout us. Tout us out. Tout us. Send us a vine. <laughs> tout. And hit me up on AOL Instant Messenger. All right. Yes. <laughs> well, Columbus still have AOL, and it's Screen not name, weird. Screen name DJ Hicks. That's That's a real thing. You know what? My my MySpace URL was at Linda Longtime. That's a true story. Linda Longtime. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That's a story I got to hear. Uh, one day I'm going to tell you all some, some funny stories on the road. I think maybe we need to have a segment called oh. Stories from the Road. Um, Can't I wait. Can share some of those. Very creative, very creative there, Daniel. Stories from that. Yeah, well, hey, I mean, I didn't say we would actually call it that. I'm, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, I'm just saying, but brilliant. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening, as always. In the meantime, but between time. Until next time, you can catch us ringside. And we'll also find out next week where Linda's been putting her nose. <laughs> what?